what I really love about it is it's specifically made for businesses, which was something that I was struggling to find in my planner journey. Like I've, I can't even not even tell you how many planners that I have laying around here. Um, and that was just something that I was getting tired of trying to figure out how to make a planner work that wasn't for business to make it work for business. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to create it. So. That was Tatiana Muse. Tatiana is a mom, wife, and CEO of the Stationary Muse. It's a lifestyle and paper goods company. And I am so excited to bring you this interview because what she does intrigues me. We all love our planners. We all love our paper goods. Like even though we're all digital, I love a planner. I love a notebook. I can never have enough. And she feels the same way. So that's how she started a business, creating things like planners and calendars and stationery. And now she teaches other women how to do the same thing. So I'm excited to talk to you about how she started her business and how she grew it. It's a super interesting interview. And I'm so excited that I found Tatiana in a Facebook group so I could bring her on the podcast to chat with you about how she started and grew a business in something that she literally creates and mails out from her house. Ever wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, a news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. Tatiana, welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. Thank you. I am excited to have you here. I just, I mean, we literally just met. I saw you post, I think I just saw you post what you do in the We Should All Be Millionaires Club Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, she does stationery and she does planners. I have to talk to this girl because I just think it's so interesting what you do. So first, tell me what you do and then we'll backtrack and talk about how you started and how you grew and the whole thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, it's so cool that we got a chance to connect with all of this. And yeah, so what I do is pretty fun. <laughs> I have a huge obsession of paper products, mugs, like just that whole lifestyle is just me. And so um, I run an online stationary business called the Stationary Muse, where I sell lifestyle and paper goods just to help women get organized. So I have a business planner that I sell. Um, I have this kind of signature character that I created called Bun Girl. And so she's on like a lot of my products as well. I love that. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. For those watching on YouTube, yeah, she, I she am the Bun Girl. All of us. She represents all of us that have a lot of things to do. You know, we have a lot of big dreams, but you know, sometimes we just need to put our hair up, you know, and just kind of get to work. And I'm also a business coach for women as well to help them start their own stationary businesses. And I've been doing that. Um, well, the stationary business for about five years and the coaching for about a year and a half. So, yeah. I Can I say, I just love that you are not a biz business coach to all. You are a business coach to women who want to start a stationary business. Like I always tell people when they are looking to hire a business coach, you don't just need to make sure the person's successful and their clients are successful and the whole thing. But like they have to know your industry. Like, oh, yeah. It's it's so every industry is different, a product to a service, to a specific product, to a specific audience. So I love that you are so niched in that. Okay. And I also, I love everything like paper products. So tell me, 
Like, how did you get into this? I mean, I love everything paper product and I have these ideas of things that I want to create, but I've never pulled the trigger because I'm like, I just don't even know where to begin. Yeah, definitely. I've always had a love of just like planners and just writing things down since I was younger. Like I was the kid that when we would get the planner at the beginning of the school year, I would be excited. I'd be ready to decorate it and write all the to-dos in there. I've always been that way. My mom was like that. She actually had a card business, a handmade card business when I was younger too. Um, And she would just make cards for like our close family friends. And she was really into crafts. And so I think that's kind of where it really started was just watching her just be really creative. And then when I got older and I realized that I wanted to get an entrepreneurship and I had this love of planning and I had discovered this amazing community online of people just like me that loved to use their paper planners, use stickers, which I thought was so cool. It like gives you an excuse to use stickers as like a grown woman. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, and just finding a community that got it. And I'm like, this would be so cool to do this and as a business. And so it really just started from just my natural interest in it, honestly. So let's talk about planners specifically. I'm like you, I like a paper planner. There are a lot of planners out there. So what yeah. do you need to, if you're creating, because I have an idea for a planner, it would be niched in publicity Ooh. and yes, because that's, you know, that's my jam. That's what I do. Yes. So I'm just thinking, you know, of like all of the days on the calendar, like national chocolate chip cookie day, national mm-hmm. entrepreneur day, national podcast day, like almost like a content calendar slash publicity planner to help you not just create content, but pitch the media and have those ideas. But I just don't even know where to start. Like, where does one start? And if you are creating a planner, like that's an annual thing. So like, how far in advance do you need to start to get it ready for the new year? And then how do you sell it? That's a loaded question, but let's start with how do you start creating? (laughs) Yeah. And I I love talking about this. So if I go on too much, let me, I talk about this with all of my clients. Um, This is just my favorite thing to discuss because it's so many different pieces with this process. But it always really comes down to whether you want to make it yourself by hand or if you want to work with a company. And so me personally, my planners are actually handmade. Um, So I make them here at home. And of course, the alternative is to work with like a bigger company that can manufacture them for you. So the biggest thing is to figure out, first of all, you know, kind of what you're looking for in terms of how you want to create it. And then from there, it really gets a lot more fun because then you can kind of decide, okay, if you're working with a company, then this is kind of going to be their process that you follow. This is their timeline that you follow versus, you know, if you're doing it yourself at home, you kind of have a little bit more freedom in terms of like how quickly things can happen. Um, You know, if you want to do customization and things like that. And that was one of the reasons why I decided to make it because um, people can get their name on my planners and, you know, different things like that. But the biggest thing I would say when getting started is to just take a moment to all the ideas you're thinking about when it comes to the planner, what you want in there, the content, the PR piece and everything, really thinking about like what would be the ideal things that you would sit down if you were using this planner that you would want to see in there and just jot them down, you know, like dream it up, sketch out the pages in your head, like what would be the perfect like weekly page for someone using this planner? What would be the perfect prompts that they would need every month or, you know, every week to help them get organized to set them up for success. And I think that's really the first thing is just taking those ideas because it can be really easy for us to be like, oh, I would love to do this type of planner. But then to kind of turn that into something physical is really writing them down and starting to kind of just get that layout sketched out. Um, That's really the first, first step I always recommend. 
That sounds like a fun step too. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It is really fun. And where do you do this? Do you do this in Canva? I love Canva. Yeah. Um, so usually with this step, I, like I said, I like to write things down. So usually when I'm brainstorming, I'll just get like a notebook. It's an excuse to get a new notebook, you know, like when you have an idea um, and just, I'll jot down all of my ideas that I have. And then I'll start to just literally sketch them on just like a white piece of computer paper um, to just get a feel. Cause it's always easier to take a drawing that you created or a sketch and then go onto the design program. Um, with it already an idea versus like just getting there fresh on the program and trying to figure out how you want things. It's usually a lot easier. Um, but usually I actually use Adobe InDesign for all of my um, designing. Fancy stuff. <laughs> but I do have a lot of clients that use Canva and they love it. And it's definitely, it can work. There's sometimes the margins and things can get a little, you know, interesting with Canva, but it definitely could work in there as well. Yeah. Canva's like yeah. the Adobe for dummies. And I use Canva for like literally everything else. I use it for all my social media graphics and everything. I love it. It is. It is a fun, it is a fun tool to play with. Um, Okay. So then you kind of have it laid out and Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going day by day, week by week for a whole year, right? Yeah. And so that's even part of it too, is just deciding what you want in the planner. Do you want it to be a daily planner? You know, do you want it to be a weekly planner, monthly? Like there's so many different ones. Maybe you don't even really want it to be a traditional planner with like a calendar, but maybe it's more so on the side of like a guided journal, you know, things like that. So um, definitely just kind of figuring out that is helpful as well in that process of just kind of envisioning it and what you want it to look like. And I'm curious, have you thought about what would you want yours to look like? You know, like, would you want it to be like a hardcover planner, soft cover, foil? Like, what would you want to see? Have you thought that far yet? No, I have not thought that far ahead because for me, I would want to know how I'm going to sell it. Mm-hmm. And I would just want to know like, like, okay, how am I going to sell it? How am I going to make money doing this before I determined how much money I put into it? Because those yeah. are all factors, right? Hardcover, soft cover, foil, I'm sure. Right. right. And yeah, usually what I'll do with all my clients is I have them kind of do this. I call it dream it up basically. And so you dream it up, kind of get all of your ideas out. You translate some of those outlines you come up with onto a spreadsheet and just kind of get an idea of how many pages you actually want it to be. And then once you really know how many pages it is um, and you know what you want it to look like as far as the cover and this type, it's really easy to then take that and get quotes from companies because you don't actually need the physical file to get quotes. Um, you know, they're able to tell you um, just based off of the different specs you give them, how much it'll cost. And they can give you all the information of like what the turnaround time is, what's your minimum orders you need to get um, and everything like that. So that's great because it doesn't really take any money out of your pocket just to dream it up and then get some quotes. And that's always really fun. And then that gives you more realistic to be like, OK, well, I thought that was what I wanted to do. But now that I'm getting these quotes back, maybe I'll try it this way. So. And that's yeah. if you go with the company, you can also do it yourself, yeah. right? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And then you have to get it produced. So I'm assuming you don't produce it yourself, right? That just sounds like a lot of work. Well, that's, so when I'm saying handmade, I make the planners like. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. So I designed You're it like the printing press at home. Yeah. The only thing I do, and I've shared this on like my YouTube channel many times, I do get my pages printed with a company here locally in New Mexico. So they print the pages for me and they cut them down a size because I've been doing this for, you know, almost pretty much five years now. And that's the one part that I don't like is the cutting with like the big cutter. 
So mm-hmm. I knew that that was the part for me to enjoy this. I didn't want to be doing that. So um, that's something I decided to outsource to them. But then once I get those pages back, yeah, I punch the holes in them. I make all the hard covers. I put all the little corner protectors on, bind it together, package it up and ship it out. So it, it definitely is. It is a lot of work. Um, I did save myself with those pages. But yeah, it, that's why it's definitely a soul searching process to really be like, do I really want to do this by hand? Um, because it does take some time. <laughs> for that sure. is that is a lot. And then how much do your yeah. planners you just recently had a launch for a planner? How much does that pl- tell us about that planner and how much that costs? Yeah, so it is a year dated business planner. Um, and I just came out with a couple of different versions. So I have a hardbound wire o version of it. Um, a disc bound version. So kind of similar to like happy planner. I know a lot of people are familiar with, and then an a five size that can go in one of those like cute little leather binders or something like that. And, um, it's called a live, love, inspire business planner. And it starts depending on what you get. The a five is the lowest one. So it starts about 29 95. And then from there it goes up depending on the style you get. And if you get it customized or not. And then the most expensive one, I believe is 49 95. And that's the hardcover with your customization on it. So, um, so yeah, it's definitely an investment, but you know, it lasts you the whole year. And what I really love about it is it's specifically made for businesses, which was something that I was struggling to find in my planner journey. Like I've, I can't even not even tell you how many planners that I have laying around here. Um, and that was just something that I was getting tired of trying to figure out how to make a planner work that wasn't for business to make it work for business. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to create it. So so yeah, it's I love, I it. love <laughs> that. I love that. Yeah. And and I mean that's kind of where I got the idea for for my planner that doesn't exist yet, but maybe I'll start working with you, Tatiana, and then we'll make it exist. Um, just because I think it would be so helpful for small business owners, entrepreneurs, even PR agencies. Like we're always like Googling what are the special days this month? What do we need to pay attention to? And then even just flipping over three months from now to, you know, like get a head start on what's going on. I just think it would be so helpful. Um Let's talk about getting it out there. So you Mm -hmm. talked about creating it. You can do it yourself. You can help people do that. You can hire a company. I mean, you can help people, you know, walk them through those steps too. And then getting it created. But then, like, then you got to sell it to people. That's the hard part, right? Right. Right. It's like, yeah, that's cute and all. You got a product, but how are you going to get people to want to get (laughs) it? That's cute and all. (laughs) You're not in business. (laughs) Definitely. Um, so the biggest thing, one of the other things I'm really passionate about is launching properly. And one of the biggest parts of my success of growing my business was just being very authentic about my journey and bringing my customers along with me. So even before I was a business coach, um, I was on YouTube and that's kind of like my main platform where I hang out and I would share my behind the scenes journey of my business. And so when I decided that I wanted to launch my planner or even before that, when I was doing my subscription boxes or just anything, I would share it and just share, you know, like the raw moments that people sometimes are kind of embarrassed to share or different things like that. And for me, I found that people trust you so much more when you're just real you know, and you're not just trying to sell to them all the time. And so that's the approach that I've taken. And that's the approach that I'd share with all of my clients as well is just to connect with your audience and try to think about it as not just being about the product. You know, we know you're selling a planner or we know that you're selling that, but try to go to what their pain point is or try to take a part of your story to really 
get them to connect with you and be like, oh my gosh, I want to support her no matter what. And so that was not, of course, at the time when I was doing that, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that it would lead to the, you know, the success of the launch of the planner and everything, but it was just me genuinely wanting to connect and share my story. And so that's really the biggest thing I would say is if you are in the process of creating a planner or really any product, bring your audience along. Even if you have zero people as an audience, you know, start, you know, picking up the camera, filming videos, you know, getting on Instagram stories or whatever you love to do and just share your real feelings. When you, when I get things in the mail, I would film me, my reaction to seeing it for the first time. So um, yeah, just share your story with people. I think is the biggest thing first. I love that. <laughs> I think that's great advice. And I have you, um, I'm going to put all of, all of your links in the show notes for this episode. So people can find you on Instagram. You're at Tatiana Muse. And then you have the stationary muse on Instagram, but where can people find you on YouTube? Cause I want to watch these videos. Yeah. So it's a uh, Tatiana Muse on YouTube as well. I actually okay. just recently rebranded over the summer. It was a huge decision. It used to be the stationary muse, but yeah. I like it. And then what is, what is the website if people want to get in touch with you? Yeah. So for business coaching, it would be tatianamuse.com. Mm -hmm. And then for my planners and stationary products, it would be the stationarymuse.com. And stationary is with an E because I know a lot of people spell it with an A and it can throw everything off. So yeah, it's with an E. Okay. Um, yeah. Got That's it. Fun. Perfect. <laughs> and so tell me, tell me more about the selling process and where you sell it. Like, I love the taking people along the journey with you. One yeah. of my mentors is Pat Flynn and he's a big proponent of this. Like everything is an experiment and just take people mm -hmm. along with you to see what happens. Um, how do you sell this? Yeah. Oh, like where is it sold? Where is it sold? Yeah. Okay. And how do, how do you lead people to it? Yeah. So one of the biggest things I do from there with that whole just bringing them along is I usually will create some type of opt-in to get people on my email list. Mm -hmm. And then that'll let me know right away that these are the people, of course, there'll be other people interested, but these are my people. Like I know the people on this list are probably nine times out of 10, they're interested. And so I always try to create something that's similar to my planner. This time around, I actually just let people sample the weekly page of the planner and I let them sign up to get that. They could download it, um, try it out for themselves, you know, see if it's even something they would be interested in, but it's my way of giving them something valuable to try out. Um, and that would be what I would say first to just kind of lead them there. And then from there, they're on my list. So I'm able to, you know, kind of tell them what's going on um, and just really share as well as just on social media, um, just sharing all of the different parts of the countdown as we're leading up to the day of it. And then everything that I do is on Shopify for my stationary business. So that's where it's sold. Um, I love Shopify. I've been on there for, I think, like four years now. Um, but yeah, it's a great e-commerce platform that I always recommend. I love Etsy as well. I used to be on Etsy too. But I think those were the two that I would say, like, if you're ever wondering where you should consider looking into, those have been amazing. Customer service is great, especially for Shopify. And um, yeah, so that's usually how I'll lead people. And then I do have my Facebook group as well. So between kind of those different things that I have going on is where I kind of get my people and YouTube, which is like my biggest place. And so. what about Amazon? I'm not on Amazon yet. That is something I'm actually considering. Okay. Considering it. I think for me, the thing is because they are handmade, I would definitely yeah. have to remove the feelings out of me wanting to do something custom. Mm -hmm. And just kind of let it be what it is. And so that's definitely something I'm looking to do next year, actually, is um, to get them in some just different opportunities to be online and just kind of 
be bigger than me, <laughs> be a lot bigger than me. Well, that makes sense yeah. why you would say Etsy before Amazon, because it is handmade and you do it from home and it's very like personal. It's not something that's more commercial like you would find on Amazon. So that makes sense. Yeah. And I know Amazon, I believe they do have Amazon handmade. So that would also oh, be okay. something to look into as well. I'm not a hundred percent sure how it works, but I have seen that um, in researching. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now tell me about pricing. So like you gave me your range of pricing. Is this something that you like, you look at the cost of goods, you look at the time that you've spent, and then maybe you multiply that by two or three. Like, how do you determine what to sell your planner for? Cause you can get planners for $5. I mean, they're not lovely, but they're there. Right. Or, you know, they right. go up to like 80 bucks. So how do you determine yes. what price point you're going to be at? Yeah, I always say to first think about the customer um, and kind of think about what they're feeling comfortable paying for. Like, I know there are many companies um, that do sell like $70, $80 planners, like you said. And so they know that their customers, you know, they're going to pay that and they're okay with it. So it's more like a luxury brand. You can definitely consider those price points. Or if you really are more of like a brand where you really want people to get a good deal or things like that, that's something to consider. And then that will also play a role as well in, you know, which way you go as far as how you get the planner produced. Because, you know, if you're making it yourself, at least from my experience, it's not cheap <laughs> to do that. Um, so, you know, the materials are definitely a lot more expensive in the United States to source and different things like that. Um, versus if you worked with like a company overseas, you know, you might be able to get a planner for a lot less than you would for one you're making here in the U.S. So that's something to always consider when you're thinking about it. And there's so many different things that play into that with just how the planner is, what it's made out of, how many pages and all of those things. Um, but the biggest thing I would say as far as for me, how I figured out pricing was I basically added up all of my costs of everything for what it would be to make one planner. I always multiply that by two, the 50 percent markup, um, just because I feel like with the amount of labor that goes into it, and you know the love as well, that it's worth that. And then from there, I always like to pick a price that just is nicer looking, you know, that just yeah. maybe like something random. Um, so you know, like if the cost ends up coming up to, let's just say if the cost is fifteen dollars, you know, if you double that to thirty dollars, and then you're like, oh, maybe I don't want it to be thirty, but maybe I'll make it twenty nine ninety five, or you know, something like that, just to make it a little bit better. Um, with the psychology of people purchasing it. But I think it's, it's hard to really say how to price it because it's really going to come down to your customer um, and what they're willing to pay, honestly. But I knew that with the amount of work I was putting into this planner, I was not going to be charging any less than what I'm charging. And I remember having the conversation with my mom about it. And she was like, no, you need to charge, you know, what it's worth. And um, so I think that's a whole mindset thing as well. But um, yeah, I think it's something we all struggle with, no matter what, whether products, services, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, yeah. so we've spent a lot of time talking about planners, but you do yeah. create, I mean, just because I'm like a sucker for the planners like you, you do create other things. So kind of talk about the other things that, you know, we could find at the Stationary Muse. Yes, tons of stuff. Um, I do also do notebooks as well. Oh, um, I love notebooks. Okay, so how I are have, you doing these? Yeah, I have. So luckily, the notebooks I do not make by hand anymore. I used to, but um, I've decided to, you know, make my life a little bit easier. Um, but I have custom notebooks where you can get your name on it. They're really cute. It's got Bun Girl on there. Um, I have some with some cute sayings. And then my favorite one is the Live, Love, Inspire notebook. 
Um, and it's literally a guided journal that walks you through how to overcome fear and whatever you might be dealing with. So like, let's say if you're going into the new year and you know you want to start a business, but you're just fearful and you're kind of in your own way, the journal kind of helps you to walk through the fear model um, that I created and to just kind of help you get out of your way and then go through the year and check in with yourself every month. Um, so it's actually a really cool little notebook. And then I have apparel, so sweatshirts. We have these really cute tumblers you can get your name on, um, which is probably one of the favorites. Speaking of my mom from earlier, she literally, every time I mention a tumbler, she's like, that tumbler is amazing. Like <laughs> he loves it. It just keeps things cold or hot, you know, for a long time. But um, yeah, tons of different things, you know, pens, stickers is a really big popular thing in my shop as well. I would say probably would be planners and then stickers would be right under that as oh, the wow. most popular. I would thing. not have guessed that. Yeah. People love the stickers. They, they love them. Got sticker books and sticker sheets and just different ones that are specifically for the planner, but then others that are just for business planning, you know, it's so like little social media icons and oh, um, yeah. things like that. Yeah. It's, That's yeah, it's cool. a lot. It's fun. All of the stuff is really fun to make. A few months ago, I had um, a woman named uh, Madison McCarty on, and I found her on TikTok, and she was just talking about how you can make money on Etsy without making anything. And she talked about how she would get on Canva and make a design, and she would, I forget what company she used, but it's a company, you know, they have tumblers and t-shirts and bags, and, and you just put the design on it and then you put it on Etsy. And then when somebody places the order, it goes to that company and it's her branding, her packaging. So is that what you do with like the shirts and tumblers and stuff? Some of them, yes. Some of them, no. So it's a mix of both. Um, I would, yeah, a lot of my lifestyle products are drop shipped. And the reason for that is because the quality is amazing. And yeah, yeah, I love the fact that someone places an order and I don't really have to do anything. It just kind of goes to them. They take care of it. They ship it to them. Um, and it looks great. So yeah, I love drop shipping and highly recommend it for anybody that doesn't really have a lot to get started with, but they want to get something out there. And should people go to Etsy with that to sell? Where would you suggest people sell? Cause she was very Etsy focused, but I know yeah. there's like Etsy SEO, you know, it's like, once you're on these places, how do you be found? Yeah. So I, Etsy is great. And I, what I love about Etsy, it's definitely changed over the years, but What I really like about them is that if someone is already on there searching for something, you have a better chance of being found. Now, of course, you still need to tag your products, right? You may need to promote, do ads and things. But just the fact that people are already on there just already gives you a one up versus if you do a Shopify store, you know, you kind of have to tell people like, hey, you know, this is my store. Because other than that, it's not like they're on Shopify.com looking for, you know, like it's just not the same thing. Um, But I think that with the drop shipping, either one is great. They're both compatible with the drop shipping. Um, Printify is probably my favorite one of them all. Um, but there's so many out there. I've used a ton. I'll just give you guys just some free game as some people call, you know, like Printify, Printful, Printed Mint is a good one as well. That's um, the one I believe she used. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one sounds familiar. I believe that's yeah. the one she used. And all of those, Printed Mint may or may not be with Etsy, but all of those are pretty much compatible with Etsy and Shopify. And it's seamless with both. So I wouldn't say one or the other. I think it's more so just what it comes down to, just your preference of what you want. You know, Etsy has fees, Shopify has monthly fees. They all, you know, they all charge, they all have their pros and cons. So it's just kind of like where you feel comfortable going. 
Okay, perfect. And I will leave um, that information, Printify, Printful, and Printed Mint, in the yes. show notes too, so people can have those resources. Tatiana, this has been super fun. You're giving me all kinds of business ideas. I need to like stop doing things that I'm doing. <laughs> start like because it's just so fun and creative. I love it. Is there anything else you want to add that I should have asked? Um, I think that's pretty much it. I think the biggest thing is just for anyone that's watching it. I don't know if you're watching or not well, watching, listening. Um, if it's due to just want to start a business or if you're interested in planners or whatever the case is, I just always encourage you, no matter what, to just get out of your own way and just start with whatever it is that you're trying to do. I know for me, it took me a year to start the stationary muse. Um, just because I was scared and I felt like I had messed up in the past with different things. I graduated from college, I didn't get into my field. You know, I went through the whole just everything with that. And so to look back and just see how much time I wasted and how hard I was on myself, um, I just don't like that for other people. And so that will be my biggest piece of advice and takeaway from this is just to go for the things you want to do and, you know, don't stand in your way. Don't let fear be the thing to stop you because you never know what kind of change you might be able to make. So I love that. Yeah. What a great, what a great way to leave us all. Now, do you have anything that we we've already said where people can find you that's in the show notes do you have anything else you could share with anybody before we say goodbye um sure yeah if anyone is interested i do have my um it's called my music accelerator it's open right now so if you are interested in wanting to start a stationary business or create your own product make sure you just check out my website tatianamuse.com um, you can set up a kickoff call with me and I'd love to chat with you just to see, you know, if maybe it's a good fit to help you in the program, um, because I love helping women. I've helped at this point. It's been about a hundred women and hundreds. If you count everybody on YouTube. Which is wow. Great. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. How do you so get your I, leads? Are I your leads coming it. from YouTube? Is that like your number one source? Yeah, it, it's crazy. Yes. Pretty okay. much everybody's like, oh yeah, I found you on YouTube. Oh, yep, YouTube. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pull up your YouTube channel. Oh, it's legit. You got like 16,000 subscribers. I'm gonna pull that up. I'm gonna subscribe. It was there. I am going to subscribe and watch some of these videos. That's awesome. And of course, yeah. your thumbnails are gorge, right? You're creating planners and whatnot. Of course, they're gonna be pretty. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just I love it. So thank, thank you so, so much, much, Tatiana. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you have not already, make sure you tap that subscribe button. Share this episode with a friend of yours who may like it. And let me know how you are feeling about these episodes on social media. I would love to connect with you there. I am at Christina All Day. And we'll be back again with another episode here on Become a Media Maven.